Hello and welcome to the Conservative Crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in today here on the Conservative Crusader, wherever you get your podcast every single day, Monday through Friday, unless I'm not active. Like this Friday, I will not be in the studio, unfortunately. I'd love to be, but I will not be able to make it this Friday. So do not expect an episode on the, is it the first? Is it the first or the second? Don't expect an episode either on the first or the second. On the first, uh, I should pre-record some sort of funny episode, but I'm not. Don't expect an episode on the first. So we're going to play some interesting clips today. Um, These were exposed to me on Twitter. I saw it in a group chat on Twitter that I was added to. Uh, let, Let me look here to the to the source of these tweets, because I downloaded the videos. His name is Christopher Ruffo. He is a writer for the City Journal. He's a fellow at the Manhattan Institute. He is, um, that, that's who he is. And he exposed these videos from Disney talking about their woke, woke, woke ideology. It's extremely woke, extremely dangerous. About three minutes worth of videos. I hope, they're, they're pretty quiet. I hope you can hear it. Play clip. It's like, I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge, like, informative part of my life. But at the same time, like, I worked at small studios most of my career. And I'd heard, you know, you hear whispers. Like, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little, like, sus when I started. And, but then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard on my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA. Um, the showrunners were super welcoming Meredith Roberts and like the, the, our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my, like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like, I, I feel like I felt like it was, I mean, like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must have happened in the last like, like they are turning it around, they're going hard. And then all that like momentum that I felt like that sense of, I don't have to be afraid to like, let's have these two characters kids adding queerness to like, the, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of them. But like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. I have no idea who that lady is, but I knew, do know this is a Walt Disney Company conference that was leaked. It has a... Sign language interpreter, very high level, um, not not just your average Zoom meeting trying to pretend to be Disney. This is an actual Disney conference, right? And this is someone who is on staff at Disney saying that she has a not at all secret gay agenda and trying to add queerness, her exact word, to children's programming. So take that how you will. Because that is insanely concerning that, that this is the the kind of indoctrination that mainstream media and, and entertainment is trying to put in your children. And it's the same reason that don't say gay, Bill, so, quote unquote, don't say gay. That's what it's called, right? Don't say gay. It's the parental right and education bill, and that's why it's so important for schools. But this is on the, 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 the entertainment that your children watch at your house. Here's another video from someone named Alan who is a production specialist of some sort, and I'm going to play that clip right now. Space. Yeah, um, I've had the privilege of working with the Moon Girl team for the last two years, and they've been really open to exploring queer stories. And part of, I'm on the production side, uh, part of uh, the work that I feel like I can put in is um, 
making sure that we take place in modern day New York. So making sure that that's like an accurate reflection of New York. So I put together like a tracker of our background characters to make sure that we have like a, the full. And so it's not just, oh, all of our like. I don't know what I did there, but it started to to go crazy. Good thing it has subtitles, so I can just go back and, so making and sure play that in the that's right spot. Like an accurate reflection of New York. So I put together like a tracker of our background characters to make sure that we have like a the full breadth of expression. And uh, we got into a very similar conversation, Carrie, of like, oh, all of our like gender nonconforming characters are in the background, and so it's not just a numbers game. Um, of how many LGBTQ plus characters you have, we got the further, uh, the the more centered a story is on a character, the more nuanced you get to get into their story. And especially with like trans characters, you can't see if someone is trans. There's not one way to look trans. And so kind of the only way to have these like canonical trans characters, canonical asexual characters, canonical bisexual characters is to give them stories where they can like be their whole selves. That is someone on the production side of a Disney production who is tracking the sexuality and race of their background characters. I know you can't see the video because this is an audio-only podcast, but it is a, a generally liberal-looking white man who is concerned about the race and sexuality of the background characters in a Disney production. I don't know about you, but I haven't had a conversation. Don't, I don't talk to a lot of five-year-olds, granted, but even when I was younger, I didn't look in the background of Disney characters and say, why are there this many white people, this many black people, this many Hispanic people, this many Asian people? Why is that guy gay? Why is that guy straight? Why is that guy bisexual? Why, etc. Why, why is that their most, their highest criteria? The most important thing to the left in Disney is to make sure that they please a small demographic of the United States with their, their gay programming, with their gay agenda. And I'm not using that derogatory. I'm using their exact words when it comes to having a gay agenda. And that was that lady's exact words. I'm assuming she was a lady. I don't know. I know you can't assume in 2022, but if if you see this, if you're watching this at home or listening to this at home or wherever you're listening to this at, and you don't see a problem with Disney coming out and saying that they don't want children to be restricted from hearing about sexuality in preschool to third grade to third grade if you come out and listen to this and you don't have a problem with disney trying to put gay storylines into their movie simply due to the fact that they are gay you're on the wrong side of history conservatives need to stand up and conserve something we need to conserve the family unit. We need to conserve values. If we have children, if conservative parents have children, maybe we should boycott Disney. Boycott their parks, boycott their TV channels, boycott their partners at Hulu, at ABC, ESPN. Improve to them that we don't want our children 
in our next generation who will be leading this country one day, indoctrinated by the showrunner's sexual pleasures. And this is getting very explicit and worse explicit than I'd like it to, but but I have to I have to say this. There is a problem when the sexuality of a character is more important than who the character actually is in the story that the character is is trying to portray. Do I think every single person in the show should be white? Absolutely not. But do I believe that the sexuality of the character or the gender of the character is the most important issue in the entire world like these showrunners do? Absolutely not. The only thing is they're in a they're in a position where they can implement their beliefs into the production your children are watching. And if you are going to watch Disney Channel, make sure you pay attention. Like, if your kids are going to watch Disney Channel, Disney Junior, pay attention. I mean, Blue's Clues, which is technically a Nickelodeon show, but Blue's Clues had that huge pride parade. Was it last year or the year before? Where it was just, how gay can this show get? Because that is a priority to these showrunners. That is a priority to these liberals in Hollywood and the liberal employees at um, at Disney in Florida who want to uh, appeal the don't say gay bill, which that, that bill doesn't exist. I don't think the parental rights and education bill went farther enough. I think it should have been more a you cannot talk about sexuality with any grade children ever. Eighth graders shouldn't be learning about sexuality. Neither should third graders or kindergartners or ninth graders or tenth graders. They should not be learning about sexuality in school. That is not the school's job. The bill is great, and that's not where I'm trying to go with this, but I I am trying to say that you have to pay attention. And this is up to the parents at this point. I mean, you, you, you can call Disney and complain at all. Uh, Disney customer support. What's their phone number? If they have a phone number. Uh, phone number. Let's see their number if you'd like to contact them about this belief. Oh, you can't, you can't call them without typing in your issue. 888-905-7888. Tell them you do not want your children's programming full of gayness. Full of storylines that are completely reliant on how the characters want to be in a relationship. Because that is dangerous. And that's disgusting. And it's out it's out of place for Disney. It's not the place of Disney to say those things and to decide those things. When we re- when we return, peer-reviewed research finds evidence of 2020 voter fraud according to Real Clear Politics. And Hannity says if Thomas has to resign because of his wife, shouldn't Biden have to do the same due to Hunter? But before all that, uh, Senator Collins says she will back KBJ or Kajanti or Katanji, I'm sorry, Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court. My name is GOP Josh. We'll be right back after this.
Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. What is the point of a Republican majority? What is the point of of having Republicans in the Senate and in the House? What what is the point? Or not even a majority. What's the point of having any Republicans in there at all? Is it to uphold conservative beliefs? Is it to protect the integrity of our Constitution and our bodies? Is it to be strong on law and order? What is it? If you can answer that, please email me, josh at gopjosh.com, or just call into the show at anchor.fm slash the conservative crusader. Click on the message button. Send in a message to the program. What is the point of having Republicans? Especially when they're just going to act like Democrats because... Maine Senator Susan Collins said she will vote to confirm Katanji Brown-Jackson, giving Democrats at least one Republican vote, and all but assuring that Jackson will become the first black woman on the Supreme Court. Collins said in a statement that she met with Jackson a second time after four days of hearing last week and decided that she possesses the experience, qualifications, and integrity to serve as an associate justice on the SCOTUS. I will therefore confirm her to this position. Vote to confirm her, that is. Her support gives Democrats at least a one-vote cushion in the 50-50 Senate and likely saves them likely saves them from having to use Vice President Kamala Harris's tie-breaking vote to confirm President Joe Biden's pick. It is spe- expected that all 50 Democrats will support Jackson, though one moderate, uh, Kier- Kier- Kirsten Cinema, hasn't said how she will vote. Jackson, who will be replacing t- retiring Justice Stephen Breyer, will be the third Black Justice after Thurgood Marshall and Clarence Thomas. In the sixth woman, she would be the first to uh, first former public defender and the first to be both a black and a woman on the court, even if she can't define what a woman is. Collins was the most likely Republican to support Jackson, and she has a history of voting for Supreme Court nominees picked by presidents of both parties. The only one she uh, voted against since her election in the mid-1990s is Amy Coney Barrett. Susan Collins is not a Republican. Susan Collins is not a conservative in Neocons and moderates on my feed are going to be mad that I'm saying this. Is she better than her Democratic candidate who who ran against her in 2020? I don't know. I really don't know. And people are saying, Josh, you should always want a Republican over a Democrat, but I'm not too sure. Because with Democrats, at least you know what you're getting. You're voting for beliefs. You're voting for something they will get done. With Republicans, they'll say one thing and they'll do another. I've never had Democrats back away from their campaign promises. I've never heard of Democrats walking away from what they believe, especially not as much as as Republicans seem to be doing. Especially not as much as Republicans seem to be doing. No Republican should support the nomination of a justice who is soft on pedophilia who fails to know what a woman is, fails to know when life begins, she is not qualified. And Republicans backing her is a shame. It's an absolute shame. But it's Susan Collins. What did we expect? Did we really expect her to stand up for anything? Absolutely not. I did not at least. Congratulations to Katanji Brown-Jackson for her appointment to the court for the rest of her life. 
I'm I'm disappointed. I am extremely disappointed. So I'm I'm sure you've heard, and we're going to transition here about Clarence Thomas's wife, how she supports President Trump, and how she went to January sixth because the election was stolen. She knows that I know it. We're going to talk a little bit more about that after this article. Hannity said last night on Tuesday's broadcast of the Fox News Channel's Hannity, Sean Hannity reacted to Democrats calling for Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas to recuse himself from certain cases or resign over his wife's text messages by wondering if, due to Hunter Biden's actions, President Joe Biden would have to be equally impeached for or recused as they're trying to do with Clarence Thomas. While interviewing Senator Josh Hawley, Hannity said, Okay, so Clarence Thomas's wife has opinions. Is she not free to express them? I think it would be natural for people who are dating, people who, that are married, um, that there are probably a number of issues people disagree on and a number of issues they do agree on. If that is the case, if that is a standard now, Democrats now want to set, wouldn't that apply to Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and the laptop, and wouldn't Joe equally have to be impeached himself or accused as they're trying to do for Clarence Thomas? That's not even the same. Clarence Thomas is not publicly involved in Jenny Thomas's political activism. That is not a a direct connection, right? Right? They they, they couldn't disagree. I don't think. I think I remember hearing a quote where they don't even talk about work, talk about what each other does do at home. That's not something they do. They keep they they keep work out of it. But Hunter Biden had his father at a meeting with his business partners directly involving his business. Remember when Trump tried to bring that up? Remember when Trump Trump tried to mention that? And they considered it a quid pro quo and they impeached him? So, so they're going to do the same thing for, for Clarence Thomas. They're going to try to get Clarence Thomas off the court for seriously no reason. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. They're calling Jenny Thomas into the January 6th commission, the sham commission. And let's be honest, she, she, she has no connection. I mean, she has a connection to, to, to Clarence Thomas, but... Not a serious enough connection to really cause problem, really, really be that major of an issue. And, and so we'll follow this. We'll watch it. If they try to get Clarence Thomas off the court for this, I'm I'm going to be extremely upset. We're gonna we're gonna do a probably maybe not even maybe a live stream. Probably not a live stream, but maybe a live stream. I'll be like calling every U.S. senator, telling them to vote no on the impeachment of Great Justice Clarence Thomas, the greatest justice. Probably in American history. Let's be frank. He's the he's the greatest American alive right now. Clarence Thomas should not be impeached. Clarence Thomas is a great, great justice. And you know, even if they they do talk about work, they do talk about Jenny Thomas's activism. I have a question. If if voter fraud really happened, why is that a problem? Because according to Real Clear Politics, let's let's see the Real Clear Politics bias if I can find it. Real clear politics bias and and see how they lean. They are right center biased. According to media bias fact check, 
and they have a mostly factual reporting rate. New peer-reviewed research finds evidence of 2020 voter fraud. By a margin of 52 to 40, voters believe that cheating affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. That's per Erasmus Reports survey from this month. This stands in stark contrast to the countless news stories editorializing about no evidence of voter fraud and the myth of voter fraud. This isn't just Republicans who believe this cheating occurred. Even 34% of Democrats believe it, as do 38% of those who somewhat support President Biden. Uh, A broad range of Americans who think this. Men, women, all age groups, whites, those who are neither white nor black, Republicans, those who are neither Republicans nor Democrats, all job categories, all income groups, except those making over $200,000 per year, and all education groups, except those who attended graduate school. And with good reason, new research of mine is forthcoming in the peer-reviewed economics journal Public Choice, and it finds evidence of around 255,000 excess votes, probably as many as 338,000. For Joe Biden in six swing states where Donald Trump lodged accusation of fraud, Biden only carried these states by a total of 313,000, excluding Michigan. The gap was 159,000. The point of this work isn't to contest the 2020 election, but to point out that we have a real problem that needs to be dealt with. Americans must have confidence in future elections. Uh, Sidney Powell, who promised to release the Kraken, has helped discredit these concerns. Um, Courts have rejected challenges to the 2020 election vote. The Republican plaintiffs argue that since their observers couldn't watch the vote to be counted or prevented from seeing other evidence, uh, they couldn't provide such proof without investigations backed by Sabina Power. Still, while some judges have agreed that irregularities occurred in 2020, they weren't willing to, discre- to grant discovery in the absence of evidence that fraud could reverse the 2020 election results. I'm following this. This is going to be a story I follow a lot. His name is John Lott Jr., John L-O-T-T Jr. on Real Clear Politics. Uh, that is realclearpolitics.com. Because election fraud did happen. We, I know it, you know it, everyone here at the Conservative Crusader and uh, my, uh, and my follower base, I believe, knows it. And it, it, it's being exposed. And I, I do agree that Sidney Powell did not seriously help the election fraud case by saying she's going to release the crack and then have nothing to say and release no real evidence. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to be following that. And if this is truly, truly fraud, if there is truly this fraud, truly what's going on, then we will be following it. We will be letting you know. And I I believe there was fraud. I know there was fraud, actually. As a matter of fact, there was fraud in this election. Take me off Spotify. I dare you. I dare Spotify to try to ban me from their platform. Do it. Do it. (laughs) But there is election fraud. I'm I'm following this for you. Here on the Conservative Crusader. Follow me on Gab, uh, which is where a platform I will never be banned on. Getter, I might be banned. Twitter is inevitable. Telegram, uh, GOP Josh. Uh, Twitter is GOP Josh 20. Gab and Getter and Truth is GOP Josh. Instagram, GOP Josh 20. All over the place. If you don't know where to find me, just go to GOPJosh.com. You'll find it there. My name is GOP Josh. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. Stay tuned. (laughs) 